Hola, howdy, hello. Greetings folks, welcome to the Mind Business. So this is Saranya Naranamurthy here and today we are going to speak about something that's very essential and that is what happens when a man's basic survival needs are not met. Okay, so let us say this is more like a circumstantial discussion than something that I'm actually telling you about. We all will agree that it's not easy to understand how someone's perspective is, correct? But if you dig in deeper, every man has basic needs for survival. And let us say in comparison with Maslow's hierarchy, he or she has needs depending upon every stage and every level. Starting from the basic needs of food, clothing and sex up to the highest level of self-actualization. Whenever these needs aren't met in full, they are either equal or higher consequences that comes into play. So let us say, if a man's straightforward first needs aren't met, he forgets everything in his life. If a person is hungry, doesn't have clothes to cover his body, doesn't have shelter, doesn't get enough sex, he loses every other things like morale, moral, his goals, visions, ethical lessons, etc. etc. and the list goes on and on. All he cares is to get what the tire one needs are. Imagine when a man is struggling to survive. He wouldn't be caring about keeping himself wealthy. Similarly, when a man is deprived of food, shelter, sex or money needed for the basic survival, he is stripped of the fuel that keeps a flame lit. So in this case, he neither cares about loyalty, morale, chaste or rules for himself. He just wants to fill up the gaps first before adding the luxury coin. And if you realize it deeper, this is exactly why a lot of people are cheating, stealing, acting against the rule and so on. Okay, okay. So now I get a lot of voices that actually says, Oh, this is definitely not right. Do you think someone will actually steal a luxury? Someone will actually rob a luxury bank for that? Oh, my spouse is cheating as well, you know. And I don't think he has any deprivedness of these basic needs. Okay, I hear you, but what starts as a coping mechanism further develops either into an addiction or as an easy way of living, thereby making it tough for them to either move out of it or make them lazy enough to stay in it. You do agree, right? When something becomes a habit, it stays a habit and it's actually easier that way. Similarly, when a person acts out of morale, the, so- the solution or the way isn't to actually judge the person or it definitely isn't to shame or punish for a specific act. But this does not mean criminals should be let free. But first understand and get to know about that incident, whether either the confession or getting out is just the tip of an iceberg and the problem or the root cause lies deep beneath. Like if you remember it right, when the rape victims were actually interviewed for why they did what they did or to understand about their perspective, many of them actually said, you know what, I don't think what is wrong in it. I grew up this way. I grew up seeing people do this. I grew up where these things were actually happening in and around me. Or in other words, they just say, I was drunk. I didn't know what I was doing. Or in other words, it's more of an obsession or craving is in that moment that actually caused it. Okay, no, I'm not justifying rape or I'm not justifying any of those criminal activities that actually happen out there. But what I mean to say is, 
all of these starts from places that we do not know exists until we get to the root and eliminate the weed the problem is definitely going to persist to the one committing the act this is way more deeper than an emotional conflict and the best way to play the adult is get to know what is bothering and take the next step from there and sometimes people move way beneath like if you take criminals their records cannot be gotten straight just by giving them a counseling theory but to those people who are just getting started on the way to become a criminal or the people in your household in mine just look around to the people whom you know whom you grew up with are they getting into any of these loopholes are they thinking of any easy ways to actually get what they want in life are they giving in into what is actually not good when you scale it up if you drink a bottle of poison and you know that kills you i don't think you would dare to touch a drop of it do you see so if you ever see someone or if you ever think someone is actually on a way to disaster the best time to stop them was yesterday and then next best time is now So with this signing off for now Saranya Narayana Murthy until i meet you in the next episode of podcast ask yourself what is the root to every problem that you are facing or every problem that comes into your mind right at this moment find the root and pick up the weed Hola howdy hello so greetings folks this is Saranya Narayana Murthy and welcome to the mind business So, today we are going to talk about something that is very essential for all of us throughout our lives. The best way to build a relationship. Nope, this is not going to be a regular do this, do that, start a relationship kind of a thing. But, this podcast today details a very important element of a relationship and something that all of us should understand. A relationship starts by giving and not expecting. No no don't take me wrong to as as if it's something that is of a toxic nature something like you give something to a person irrespective of what they do no give them space and the luxury of time spend moments with them give them the best gift you can give in any relationship and that is give them time and make them aware of what you feel or how you feel about them Okay so let us actually take this thing one mistake most of us make is we tell our parents how it is in our shoes how it is the rage the dissatisfaction we always speak about how it feels like to be in our shoes but have we ever realized what is the intention or the motive or the drive to their actions from their shoes We never even take steps to be aware of it and one thing that shook me hard was we never realize the right moments or when they were perfect with us we never realize what were the moments that we had the best with our parents we do not even acknowledge or we are not even aware of it right because parents they like salt in our life when they are not around we feel the emptiness but when they are always around we feel the prick of overproduction But when they just give us the right things, we are at our best selves, enjoying the other flavors of life that is totally enjoyed just because of the right proposition of the salt that is available there. We remember the spices, the sweetness, the sourness, and almost every other flavor that is explicit and easily showcased 
except the right amount of saltiness. But for us to experience every other flavor, a pinch of salt is a must, just like parental affection. Now, when I spoke about relationship in the past, I am pretty sure that at least a minimum of 90% of people would have thought this is about romantic relationship or the one that exists between our social circles, a close friends, a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a crush or anything of that sort. But did any of you think this relationship is actually about a parental relationship? There you have it.